Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Zero Dark Nerdy, the sexiest pop culture podcast on the planet. You I'm know your it. host, Brian, a.k.a. <laughs> El Nino. And today I'm joined with Mateo, a.k.a. that guy. And it's Jadon, a.k.a. the broke-ass Elon Musk, a.k.a. Embrace the Martian, for fuck's sake. Uh, Jay Timber, a.k.a. Chaco Taco. <laughs> a.k.a. Golden Pipes. <laughs> it's Afika, a.k.a. Feek the Freak, a.k.a. Black Jon Snow, a.k.a. Afika of House Numalo, first of his name. Yeah! Yeah! Roller, roller of Woo! spliffs. <laughs> Consumer Woo! of burritos and oysters. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I had all the air horns for that fucking <laughs> That's probably the best AKAs we've had in a long, long time. So this episode is all about the man that you just heard, Greensboro's very own Grimsley High School graduate, Afika. Thank you so much for joining us in the studio today. Yes, what? sir. Grimsley. Grimsley. <laughs> oh, hell no. He's joined with two Paige alumni. Is there Paige in the room? Uh-oh. I swear to If there's Paige in the room... <laughs> I don't breathe page air, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so I actually missed that story when you guys were talking about it. I want a quick little recap of that before we get we're, into it. We're just, we're just like backing up, talking about which high schools we went to. Uh, and that's like I went to Page and I was joking around like, what if I actually stormed out of the room? <laughs> and then we just started dialing it Yeah, up and then I was like, then I said like, oh... Then he would get mad at me and never talk to me again and be like, really? You would really set that up, bro? Like, you know how I feel about this shit, bro. Like, this is totally years later, still mm-hmm. into the school ride. I'll yeah. never forget. I'll never forget that day in September 98. Never forget. Never forget, bro. They spray painted our rock, man. They stole our G from Grimsley. <laughs> I'm pretty sure our boy happened. Ryan Morgan just did that. Yes, Shout that out happened. to Ryan Morgan. I'm pretty sure he got away Kool-Aid with it. Kool Aid and pool. <laughs> so, if you, if you can, for our fans here in the U.S. and of course our fans all over the world, for those that may not know who you are, tell us a little bit about what's been going on this year, and uh, we'll go from there. Yeah, man. Um, so, life is pretty cool right now because. Uh, up in New York, you know, you're constantly hustling, doing music, but you slowly come to the con- the conclusion that popular music isn't written, it's marketed. So yep. how have I been trying to figure out ways to market myself? Well, for starters, I uh, started a creative agency with a friend up north where I get to be creative director where we do like brand storytelling for um, for different people, for different companies and stuff. And I don't know anything about that space. I'm a complete newbie. I... Don't know what's going on ever, but it turns out you're the talent, though. You don't have to know. Well, it turns out. <laughs> turns <laughs> out. <laughs> I, just, I just smile at people. Just smile. Hey, brother, hey, brother. I'm on a conference call, silent, just smiling. <laughs> yeah, hey, brother, yeah, I'm here. Keep your job. You Did I do it? Keep smiling, brother. Right. Oh, I just showed. I showed up in the right time. I'm right. here. Right, right. And I'm me. But the only reason it works is because. Uh, what I always tell people is that the skill set of pop songwriting is the exact same thing as the skill set for brand storytelling. It's taking the human experience, boiling it down into simple words that are supposed to drive action, tell a story, build loyalty, and grab attention. It's all the same shit. Right. So that's the only reason why it works. But I say that because 
you know, that's been kind of keeping a roof over my head and kind of getting me more serious about, all right, what do I want my professional artistry to look like? And it's also giving me skills to kind of put myself out into the universe in the ways I've been needing for a while. So with that energy, I went into like January, February and um, got hit up by the producers at Songland who originally invited me to be out on the show, then asked for a song called Neverland to be on the show, <laughs> then told me to get ready to fly, and then the Michael Jackson documentary oh, came out. God. Oh my god. And then they went dark for like for like a few days, a couple weeks, and uh then eventually they hit me up to to have a different song on the show. So I went out there and filmed in March, have been kinda sitting back with my lips sealed about it for months. A lot of contracts. On you. A lot of contracts, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, yeah. But the episode aired on July 2nd, and now I'm, like, just riding the wave, you know? Yeah, you're out there, man. So how's it, how's, it, how's it been since it's aired, as far as the reaction, you know, man, everything like that? My my Spotify listeners have gone up around, like, 500%. Wow. The views are on the YouTube video are steady stacking consistently. Like, they're, they're growing at a faster rate than any of my previous videos I've put out. All right. And people keep commenting put this in the black panther 2 soundtrack yeah, I saw over that. and over I and over that. and over again so you know i don't know how <laughs> i don't know how those decisions are made how those gatekeepers with kind more of comments make their, yeah with more comments come on <laughs> and Hell petitions. Yes. everybody's doing a petition now right exactly. we gotta do a petition we for gotta it. make a petition yeah <laughs> well, that's the, right really good idea. the right person notices yeah, yeah. yeah. that's exactly what yep. it is yeah man so how, do, how did they reach out to you for songland it's crazy yeah they reached out to me they reached out, so they had they had a casting process, right, where they would ask the general public to just submit songs to mm-hmm. be on the show. Okay, but what what they what it sounds like they quickly found out is that it was just mad inefficient. Like mm-hmm. you got to imagine no barrier of entry. Everybody submit your songs. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of shitty songs. <laughs> <laughs> this is a song I recorded in my refrigerator. <laughs> Dead ass. I'm tempted to show you. I'm tempted to show you the shitty songs people have sent me since I've been on song. Oh, you're getting funny, and then he, then, then he then he pulls up my songs. <laughs> hey JT, like, could you leave the room? Do, J. <laughs> this is Mr. Meantime song. Like, do I even know? Like, you <laughs> no, you yeah. totally you totally know me. Right. <laughs> Get him right here. That's so funny. Well, that's a dope man. Yeah, mm. so they so they had a bunch of like shitty submissions, so they changed the process and instead the the music supervisor just started leveraging his relationships with publishing companies and reaching out to them and being like, "Yo, who are your rising star songwriters?" So even with that though, I I still feel so incredibly blessed because I got to talk to him at the launch party for the event and he told me he got a playlist of probably 40 songs and he only chose two people off of that playlist. One was this chick out in uh, the UK and then one was me so then Mm. now I'm in contact with him he originally wants this song but then he asked to hear my whole catalog Mm -hmm. and then I send him my whole catalog he then switches it from this song to this other song Neverland like what I was talking about Mm -hmm. we fill out the paperwork then the Michael Jackson documentary drops they go dark and I'm like dang it this opportunity fizzled because of the timing of a documentary right right now yeah 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 but then as it turned out you know the the he ends up selecting a different song and what's so I don't know what the word for it is serendipitous yes. right miraculous <laughs> right. Yes. 
alignment, whatever that word is. Say it loud for the people in the back. Come on, whatever that word is. He literally, like, I front-loaded the playlist that I gave him with, like, my most up-the-middle pop songs. Because I'm trying to think like an NBC producer. Mm-hmm. Sure, making, right, sure. making a show for Middle America. What are the most Middle America pop songs? The second to the last song on the entire, like, 30-song playlist is this song called Chosen. And if mm-hmm. I had one song, one song that was like my artistry branded sound that I would want the world to know me for like producing, yeah. it would be that song. That was it. Yeah. So I'll, like, it couldn't have gone. Fantastic. It couldn't have gone better. I mean, like, lit- and I mean that, like, even if I won the episode, which mm-hmm. I don't even view it as winning, like everybody who made it on you the did show. You did win. won. Yeah, you yeah, won yeah, by being won. on the show. You won by being exactly. on the show. Exactly. Norris 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 winning. Yes. Come on. Yeah. If, yeah. if we were to try to pay for that publicity, you it would cost you hundreds oh, of thousands God. of dollars. Oh, yeah. yeah. If you were if we were to try to pay to get in a writing session right. with Ryan Ted or Shane McNally, Esther D, it would cost you. I don't even know what you would cost. Did you, you have any idea it was going to be Aloe Black? I no no. Well, actually, that's not true. They told us like the day before we were going to shoot it that no it was going to be Aloe Black. Yeah, Love that's that. right. Yeah, yeah. That's right. And The Rock knows you. And The Rock knows me now. Here's, here's another crazy thing. He's in he's in multiple films. Yeah, <laughs> you may have heard of him. Yeah, he's a he's you a may have heard of him. Yeah. He's a thespian. He's a <laughs> don't call him that. Dwayne, man. His you don't know what Dwayne. that means. <laughs> it's like the uh, episode of Entourage. Yo, they called you a thespian, baby. <laughs> like, yeah, I know. That's what I am. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. But yeah, man, it was dope. It was real dope. And here's here's another like silver lining. Why I keep having to tell people like it. There's no such thing in winning with it. It's like so many Hollywood stories and so many stories of people like doing entertainment stuff. You can film a whole thing. You can record an entire album and then a label decides to shelve it and it never sees the light of day. Right. You can record an entire pilot episode, an entire season, mm-hmm. and then some NBC exec changes his mind. It never sees the light of day. Right. So on this on Songland, a lot of people don't know this. The episode started off with five songwriters. Okay. In post-production, they realized that it took too long, so they had to cut off one songwriter from each episode. So now, when you really look at it, it's like four songwriters went on this show. Three of them had to give away half of their ownership of a song in exchange for the publicity. One of them didn't. And I'm the one guy. That's awesome. That's, that's doing. I think you got the best trade off on the planet. Come now. on, like when I really look at it, <laughs> yeah. yeah. it's, it's one of those things that requires like critical thinking to actually sure. look yep. at it like that. But sure. dead ass, that's what it is. And you know, if I can, I want to shout out my boy. Oh, shout out whoever you want, man. Yeah, Jeff Goldford, who is this amazingly talented dude who's on the episode with us. This guy, when he went out on stage and sang a song for the judges, Aloe Black had actually recognized him from a previous studio session. Hmm. And was just singing his praises on camera. Said that he's one of the best voices of our generation. Wow. Shane McAnally like fell in love with him. He got off stage after he shot a segment and is like wide-eyed, bushy-tailed, bright-starred, like feeling his life changing in the moment. People coming up to him like, hey, hey, when can we get you out to Nashville? All this stuff. And then he finds out months later cut from the episode no shit can you imagine man and so i'm giving a shout out drinking no i mean (laughs) he took it he took it like he took it like (laughs) such a g and if jeff you ever get to hear this man i just want the world to know how dope and talented you are you are my favorite dude on that show so dope and the world needs to know who you are so every chance i get i'm gonna remind people of the rock star who was part of the show that was left to the hands of editing decisions. Right. Some, some Fuck fucking suit shame. somewhere. Some suit shame. somewhere. Say the right. name again. Jeff Goldford. He's I 
His uh, Instagram is igoldford on in, on uh, IG. Yeah, right on, right on. Love that. Yeah, I man. mean, we, trust me, we give shout outs all the time, and we try to give credit credits due. So, oh, yeah. I yeah. definitely, definitely appreciate that. Hell yeah. Now on the on the single chosen itself. Now you are also the producer and songwriter on that, so you produced that track yourself. Mm. So I actually started that song. I co-produced it. So it started in a studio session with a guy named Christian Metis, who is a quickly rising star yeah, uh, producer. Guy. Yeah, he like, you know Christian. Yeah, I know Chris. Yeah. Yeah. Is he so local he, too? He's uh, not local. He's in L.A. now, but okay. I started working Brooklyn. with him in Brooklyn. Okay. But he actually did uh, 2018's biggest rock single on the Billboard charts. Yeah. He did that one. It was also the longest running indie rock single in the history of that chart for oh Bill my god yeah. the song by lovely the band lovely the called band. broken okay. he also got his first grammy nomination this year produced a lot of pink's album he's just like a he's on the up and up and a up. meteoric yeah. rise yeah. of nice. a producer so nice. we started started the song with him it's lived in the vault for like years and then uh you know showcased it on the show got all this feedback from ryan tedder and esther dean and shane McAnally. went back in the studio with this guy stavros mm-hmm. who's in um who's in uh New York, who has also produced a song that's on the top 40 charts right now with this kid, AJ Mitchell. Okay. And then, you know, got this finished version that we have now. So it's technically a super song by all these super producers and super yeah. writers released by this independent dude. So and, really and I mean, story. it sounds like it too, because when I when I saw the video, which the video we'll get we'll get to that in a minute. I mean, I was yeah. I was like, okay, this is gonna be in Creed three. I mean, the, the song, the video, everything. It, it's meant for that. I mean, it's well produced. It, it, the the lyrics are fantastic. So, um, you know, to me, I was like, why isn't this on a soundtrack? Now then I started seeing the comments, and that's when I saw Black Panther 2, yeah. Creed 3, the whole nine yards. So every, I'm yeah. glad to see that, you know, the rest of the world is feeling it right, as much right, as right. I am. And I, it's kind of like, what's your response to that? And, to, you know, give us a little bit of background on the video itself, too, like the concept, the idea. Yeah, man. So <clears throat> the video came after Songland? The video was shot after, like, a week a week and a couple days before the Songland episode was supposed to oh, okay. air. Okay. So months after Songland. Okay. Months okay. after Songland. So the director of that video is a guy named Paul Brazil. The only reason I know Paul Brazil is because in a video that we shot years ago, in like 2014, 2015, we're shooting our video. Our behind-the-scenes video guy, like, goes dark. He just doesn't show up. He can't make it. Meanwhile, we see up the street... It looks like we're literally on the streets of Brooklyn. It looks like some meetup for photographers. So I'm like, <laughs> maybe they can do behind the scenes stuff. I can use this. So I go up and I ask them, I'm like, yo, are any of you guys good at doing video or editing? Like literally like the Red Sea party. <laughs> they, all, they all separate and kind of look at Paul Brazil. He's looking down at his camera and looks up like, oh, oh. Uh, yeah, sure. I'll, I'll do it. He comes over, shoots the behind the scenes stuff for us, gives us his bomb ass edit one day later. Mm. And from then on, I was just like, yo, you're the man. He's like, no, man, I love your art. I love your art. No, bro, I love you. Let's work. Let's work. Let's work. For four years, never right. actually got to work. Uh-huh. But I've been keeping it in my back pocket for the opportunity. So I hit him up. I'm like, Paul, we need this video done. And we both decided we wanted to have it be about boxers, right? Because mm-hmm. we, do, you know, we knew the song had a goal of being associated with athletics, right? Oh, yeah. And we want to eliminate the decision-making and the imaginations for the gatekeepers. Make them be like, it's already a commercial, right? Right. So Love we knew it. we wanted to be about boxers. <clears throat> I had a guy who I was put in touch with who said he owned a gym in Bed-Stuy and uh, had a boxer that I could use for it. 
the day before and he's like yeah man just let me know 24 hours notice we'll shoot the video easy done i'm like bet cool i'm a producer look at me go i'm like that's cool mergers acquisitions that sounds amazing conglomerates corner office right all the departments right private bathroom call spielberg i said so that's what i'm feeling the day before this dude hits me with the okie doke and i'm like yo we're trying to film tomorrow are we still good with everything? He's like, yeah, let me put you on the phone with my other partner. I get on the phone with some other guy. He's like, yeah, nigga, that other guy don't know shit. He don't run <laughs> shit. I run the shit. And we're not doing the video unless you're ready to pay us some exorbitant amount of dollars. And we're like, shit. No. So it's the day before the shoot. Yeah. Songland is airing in less than a week. I spent all this time on this other content, revamping my website, Learning about search engine optimization so that when people Google me, they find my website. I've done all this work. Right. We need a piece of content done. Yeah. I get discouraged for about 30 seconds. And then I'm like, you know what? The universe has gotten me this far mm-hmm. after so many almost whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's never let me down. Maybe this is an opportunity to prove my faith and just try to get something done. So I'm calling every gym in Brooklyn. And most of them are like, no, we don't want to do it. Some of them are like, yeah, we'll do it, but it's going to cost you $500 an hour just outside of our budget we were willing to do. Right. Uh, And then one place was like, yeah, we can do it. We just can't do it tomorrow. And that day was the only day we had everybody Mm. in the same place. There was one place, Hail Mary shot in Manhattan across the river. Looked perfect. Looked too nice. I was Mm -hmm. like, I mean, these guys are going to, there's no way this will work. It's too nice of a gym. This is like like Mark Wahlberg is in there. Right. This is going to be a fortune. Fuck it, dude. Don't close doors before they close themselves. Just sent the dude an email. Love that. Sent the dude an email and said, hey, man, I just found out I'm going to be on this episode of NBC Songland. We're busting our ass to take advantage of the opportunity. I got a dope videographer. We don't have a budget, but we're happy to do <clears throat> a shout out at the end of the video. Give you guys the footage for you to use on your social channels See? and then mm. give you shouts out on social media as well. Yeah, there it is. I'm sitting there in a coffee shop, sleep deprived, working, not knowing what's going to happen next. An hour and a half later, a guy named Mark hits me up. He's like, hey, I'm looking for a guy named uh, named Afika. <laughs> and I'm like, that's me, bro. He's like, look, I own Church Street Boxing Gym. Tell me about this video. <laughs> I talked to him about it. After about five minutes, he's like, you know what? I'm a Brooklyn guy. I got to take care of my Brooklyn artist. Why don't you come by? Why don't you yeah. come by tomorrow? We're going to do the video for you. And I'm like, wow. Uh-huh. Man, you talk about, it was like simultaneously relief, Spray but also up. just like victory. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, all right, Mike, Mark, you've been so helpful. One more question. You didn't call him Mike, did you? I didn't call him Mike. No. <laughs> Clark. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, that's Bill, sir. <laughs> Listen, Jehoshaphat. That's so amazing. <laughs> You know, ain't got no electricity in there. Right. (laughs) So then I'm like, last thing, do you have any boxers who are rising stars who might want to raise their profile by being in a video that might get some views on? He's like, bro, you're describing every boxer in my gym. He's like, I'm going to get you a guy. We're going to make this work. He gives me this dude named Sid. Sid the Jackal on Instagram is his name. Sid was so cool. He worked so hard. We got like the perfect little back gym to ourselves 
like with the lighting and everything. It was amazing. It was really, really great. And I had like cool friends who were willing to donate their time and energy so that I could have five heads at once instead of running all over the place trying to do it all by myself. Right. You know. So it was dope, man. It was dope. It looks good. I mean, I, honestly, it's a good-looking video. It looks very freshly done. It's definitely done. a win. Yeah. Dude, all the way yeah. around. It's, all the way it's, through it's and through. It's just like the beginning. Yeah. It's, a commercial. Yeah. Yeah. it's a commercial. It's it a is. commercial for Paul, the director, a commercial mm -hmm. for me with the song. Everybody yes. involved. Everybody involved. The gym, the yeah. boxer. Somebody, Under Armour Nike, is going to give you a call. Can we use this? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bro, bro, just hit up the Wayne. You know the rock. Yeah, you know the rock. The rock will be all up in that thing, okay? Edit his big head in. <laughs> yeah, That's I'm sitting it. over here like a proud mama looking at you. Like, I'm just so proud of my baby. Record this. We gotta get the cameras in here on the next one. So, funny. so as far as before we get to your single with, with Jay Timber, I, I gotta ask. You know, we're we're a, we're a big pop culture podcast here. The EP's named Black John Snow. We're Game yeah. of Thrones fans. Yeah. So Hell where yeah. did this come about? Man, I'm gonna tell you what. All right. <laughs> So first off, this, that song Chosen was part of a body of work that we decided that we wanted to have one audio trademark of it. And that trademark we called Afrostex. It's basically stacked African vocals. Like if you ever listen to Ladysmith, Black Mambazo, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. just that like stacked kind of gospel sound, eh, 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 that whole mm -hmm. thing. That's the trademark sound of the whole body of work, right? So we started off with that. Then Game of Thrones came out. And I fell in love with it. Mm -hmm. I let me tell you when I tell you how much I love that show. When new seasons drop, I'll watch an episode, take a breather, <laughs> watch it again that night, give it a couple days, watch it again on Tuesday, yeah. and then watch the next episode. Like yeah. I'm upset. Like I have my favorite episodes now, so I love that show. And I started to ask myself, why do I forgive the fact that there's no real black protagonist in the show. Right. Like it's an amazing show, and normally I try to be woke enough to analyze like what are the what are the subverted narratives they're giving us through the show that are secretly kind of down in white people because that's a bit not white people, black people. It's a big thing in Hollywood. It right. Happens all the time. Right. So I try to watch the show through that lens, and I still forgive the show because I love the story that much. And yeah. then I'm literally sitting at the Songland uh, set. Um, talking with this same guy, Jeff Goldford. Mm. Where I'm, we're talking about Game of Thrones. I'm talking about how I got this body of work I want to put out and leverage the exposure on the show to finally get it out into the universe because ain't no label coming to like knock down my door while I'm in my Brooklyn studio and be like, oh, hey, no. Afika, oh my God. <laughs> Here's $12 million. <laughs> So it's glad like, I called you. We've been waiting to make you famous. Like, it's kind of a fantasy. It's more like do what you can with what you got. So I'm like, let me get this shit out into the universe. And he's like, dude, just call it Black John Snow. And I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, dude, just make it very, very syncable. Make it a sync project so you can get it in like film and television. Right. Call it Black John Snow. And I'm like, nigga, you crazy. Quit <laughs> <laughs> talking. We're talking about Jeff. I can't call it Black John Snow. He's like, dude, it's perfect. It's simple. Black John Snow. Even take off a couple of letters. Black John Snow. Easy. Even people that don't watch Game of Thrones would know. Would know yeah, what that is. Jones, and the yeah. more I thought about it, the more I'm like, shit. Yeah. Don't overthink it. Just do it. And so we started just doing it. Coolest thing, though, is as dope as this video is for Chosen, 
we actually got to go out to Utah for the the same creative agency I was telling you about. We went to go like visit some clients and stuff in Utah. Decided to just make it a creative super trip. We shot two other dope ass I heard it's video. gorgeous out there. Dude, I fell in love with you. Have you seen me rocking my hat on uh on Instagram? The the kind of cowboy hat, Indiana Jones yes. looking shit. <laughs> Literally, that is inspired by how in love I fell with Utah. Um, yeah, I I, I I call it my Sundance chic look now. <laughs> I fucking love the shit. But yeah, we got two other videos shot out in the Salt Flats in right. Utah with the nice. red camera. It looks like a a movie. Hmm. It's a movie. And then another one shot in Southern Utah that we're about to put out. So, did you see any cars go down the Salt Flats like full speed? Yo, actually, yeah, yeah. That uh, is only a dream. one. Dude, yo, you'd love it. I was going to say, when we were talking about road trips earlier, yo. you and we literally yes. need to block off like you, a month or two months. What were we just talking about just a minute ago? <laughs> get your calendar right. I need to right. get my calendar get right. Calendar right. Yeah. Crazy. I want to do stuff like that all and the just, time. Look, man, and make it about like, Bonneville, yeah, man. Bonneville. Spread the music, but also just like live. Yes. Like, spread the joy. It's spread the, the happiness. Yes. You Seriously. know, yeah, I'm down. Yeah, I would I'm love down. to do that. I'm about that. to cancel some dates, right? <laughs> <laughs> I need some wilderness in my life. Yo, man. I just need the road. You got the hat yeah. for it now. I, need I got the, the hat, yeah. <laughs> I got overalls now you just on. need the Winnebago. <laughs> Have you seen my hat? Have you seen his <laughs> Grimsley hat? <laughs> we need a road trip. <laughs> So the single with you two, uh, Hysterial, right? That's how you hysteria. say it? Hysterial. Hysteria. Good. Hysteria. I, you know, I'm normally in a little bit of background on me. I know you haven't been on the show before. I like to, I don't like to. I fuck up words and sentences all the time. So I'm actually proud of myself <laughs> when I get it right. You almost like to. <laughs> yeah. So I'm glad of myself for getting it right. But uh, tell me a little bit about that single. I heard it today on uh, SoundCloud. Absolutely love it. So give right. us a little bit of background on that. Man, that one was like, we made that one years ago. Years. Who's that calling? No, it's just my my tile went off in my pocket. That's right. It's, because, your, it's your agent, Hollywood. Yeah, Hollywood over here. Jay Z, Hollywood Timber. <laughs> yeah, I love Beyonce. It's Dwayne. Play, ho. It's Dwayne. Dwayne's calling in. Dwayne. Dwayne. That's so funny. Yeah, we made that song. We made that song years ago, and it was pretty much about. That was at a time when it was like I was a returning college student. I was one of these dudes who like kind of went out into the world and tried to do something, and then went back to school just to try to be safe and make my mom proud that sort of sure. stuff mm. so you go back to school and there's all you're like this older dude looking at all these younger kids not knowing that they don't know shit about the real world <laughs> they don't know anything about it they're just running around in what's basically a glorified uh summer camp what university is yeah. you know, on campus. Oh, yeah. it's, oh, yeah. it's summer camp with some homework you know <laughs> right and like just Nerds. listening to how they tra- how they like make the transition into the real world that also made me think like how crazy everybody is like what do, what are we doing we're going to a glorified summer camp in order to get a piece of paper that says we're good enough to work for somebody else to trade in our time for a little bit of money to make somebody else richer like that's what we're doing you're and greater, everybody's you're, doing it your most your greater years even yeah you know, like- your greater years yeah and so the song was kind of motivated by that, like me feeling crazy that I'm looking at this crazy decision, yet I'm still doing it. Also, the world generally looking crazy and just feeling like, fuck that. What the fuck <laughs> is going yes. on? Yes. Is this the Matrix? Yeah. Am I here right now? Yeah. And then JT came through, laced that hook, mm-hmm. laced that hook. And um, yeah, it's a cool song. Dig it. Definitely dig it. You guys got any- <laughs> I feel like I got all the questions going on. Jerry, Matthew, you guys got any questions? <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah. I'm just. It's just good to see you again. Yes. Ned, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Let's talk about. I that. haven't seen him in years. Like we uh, we met through mutual friends, John Michael. Oh, okay. Yeah, Our uh, yeah, a resident friend of resident photographer. photographer. Hell yeah. <laughs> and Hell yeah. Uh, Evan. Uh, yeah, Evan. I'll never forget. Well, I was, we were stoned on the couch at Evan's crib. <laughs> yeah. And you you had just played this song, and you were like, it started out with like um, the movie guy, like in a world. Uh, <laughs> are you ready? Yeah, <laughs> yeah scorcher. One man yeah. this summer. <laughs> That's pretty damn good. That it was good. Yeah. And that was <laughs> super stoned. So like, you thought you were in the movie. Mad. What movie are we watching? Who popped like, in a movie? Yo, let's ride out to that right now. All we know is down. Is it playing right now? <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Dude, those nights. Nice were so do you know how special Th- those nights literally brought more life into the world mm-hmm. because jennifer so i'm gonna give you guys some backstory yeah, yeah yes please we're at, we're at this guy evan's house and we'd have this tradition of like we'd have this tradition of just hanging out late at night we're all service industry so we're getting all off work late at night Represent. yeah all we want to mm-hmm. do is play some music jam, yeah. smoke some weed and just hang out it's kind of like we're, we're a little bit the Lost Boys, like, in our 20s, pre-full-on adulthood, right. but post, like, high school, just kind of in this middle ground, but we were right. very lucky to have each other in that state. Anyways, s- during that same time period, I go to College Hill one night, I meet this chick, Jennifer. She's real cute. I think we're about to hook up. We go back to her place. What ends up happening is so much better than hooking up. <laughs> <laughs> Go. Now, now, hear that now. when you yeah. tell the story now, now. in yeah. retrospect, <laughs> yeah. hear that in retrospect yeah. now, right? She ends up whipping out her like cello and her guitar and plays me some songs that she had never played for anybody before. They blew me away so much that I'm like, yo, you gotta come over to my boy's place. We have this thing where we just hang out and play music every night. You gotta come play this music. So she, she decides to come over. Mm-hmm. And mind you, we go to Evan's house. She walks in, she plays her songs. Naturally, everybody loved them like I knew they would. Evan starts crushing on her. Me and Evan have a talk on the porch. I'm like, hey, I see your eye on the new girl. <laughs> and bro, do literally. Dips. We literally, we literally have this like tumbleweed stare down, smoking a cigarette, and vocally out loud we go, "May the best man win." I'm not even kidding you. Here's why that story is excellent. Evan won, Uh married her, put a baby in her. They just had their second baby. Their second baby was born on my 33rd birthday this year. So much better than us hooking up that night. And now she's she's touring touring the damn country with her two babies and And the little white baby's name is Afika. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. You heard it here first. You can't make this shit up. Oh Wow, yeah, those are good days. That yeah, might be a bad story. Ever we had a lot of time. Now. We had a lot of good times. Atiba was right. around. Yeah. I used to play chess with Atiba there. Oh, I love Atiba. Yeah. yeah, yeah, those are the days. Gracewood, Gracewood. Oh, you're talking about the Gracewood house. The Gracewood I thought house. we were talking about the Guilford house. Oh my goodness. Oh, the Guilford house. house. The Guilford house too. With, when he tagged the wall. Yeah, yes. exactly. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That oh, allegedly, <laughs> across the street from Westerwood. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. Yo, the Gracewood House. The it Grace would go house. down at the Gracewood House. <laughs> I thought we were talking about the Guilford House this whole time. It's a different house. Shit. That's the yeah. after-after party. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. Mm. 
That's so how, how did you two hook up on uh, on Five? Did you guys know each other before that, or what's the story on uh, when you guys were touring with Five? Who said you want to tell the story? I'll tell it. I mean, you tell it. Cause I, <laughs> so, I know, let's, see, let's see who tells the more this, accurate story. Man, this is, this <laughs> is also a great story. We've worked story. over him a million times. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I, I knew JT because, you know, he's a talented cat. He, he can't go far without knowing his name and, like, the music scene, right? Mm-hmm. I was playing in Urban Sophisticates. JT would come, and you, you kind of assume this little brother vibe. Right, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Um, but then years later, you know, I, I just gotten done with what was like a, a record deal situation in London where it, it kind of fell through because of bad business practices and some other stuff. So I come back to Greensboro. I'm a little bit discouraged about music generally. I'm a little bit burnt out, kind of gun shy. But I see there's this band Five who's doing shows and I know JT and I trust JT and I knew Benton and I trusted Benton. Right, right, right. right. And so I started doing a couple shows with them because they uh, just had a need for a guy, like a lead vocalist. And after doing a couple shows, JT came over to my apartment where I'm living with my brother. Mm-hmm. And he sat down on the couch directly across from me. And he's like... Mafia style, bro. Mafia style. <laughs> I put the gun on the table. stack of money. Was, was he petting a cat? Sales, <laughs> sales pitch of the year. Mm. He's like, man... You need to join Five, and I'm like, I don't know, man. I don't, I don't know. I mean, I love doing the shows. I don't know if I need to be in a band. I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing right now. He's like, dude, you know I'm a monster. <laughs> I know Check. you're a monster. <laughs> Together we can be a two-headed monster. <laughs> Legit said that. And Legit to this day, that. that's like our branded relationship to a point where the other day. <laughs> The other day, the funniest shit in the world. It's at the watch party for the Songland thing, mm-hmm. and uh, he's like, like he, JT had been so helpful, like just getting me set up and everything. He's like, man, come on, you know, you know, I got your back. You know why I got your back? And I was like, cause we got the same back. And he's like, my nigga. <laughs> Yeah. We literally like, ah! like hulking. Ah, we were hulking out at Dram and Draft. At Dram and Draft. And draft. <laughs> you would have thought someone just poured hot sauce in oh my, my asshole. Everybody's looking like, like what, what the, the hell? Oh, Are they about to fight? Or what? I don't even know. It's getting dark. <laughs> it was so funny. Yeah. Two headed monster. Two headed monster. That's always... gonna be like a label name or something. Oh yeah, we're gonna. It's gonna be our studios and yeah. whatever. But the like, venue, that's the collab. Ever since, exactly. ever yeah, since, collab ever since I was like, and I say little. I mean, I was seventeen, eighteen when I came into the the scene, so to say. And, yeah. And I just had such a great respect for Afika and and Benton. Shout out to Benton up in up in New York doing his thing and. Um, and the rest of the guys, I just like, like I am now, I wanted to learn and I was so eager, like, and it, I'm sure I, I was almost a pest because for a while, like I knew him for a while, but like, we didn't know each other. I was right. just at the shows cause I was a fan and I wanted to do what they were doing. And so it was to the point where I was just like, yo man, I felt like I was like, what's up? Yeah. Cool, man. Yeah, man. Like they be like talking, like they be having a conversation. Like three people are standing together, and they're like standing in the triangle of conversation. And I'd be like, kind of like out to the side, like, mm, mm. Yeah. yeah, man. And I like, I'd wait. It's like waiting for double dutch, right? And I'm waiting for something, something where I could be like, you know. And then like I could get my word in, and I'd be like, okay, this who is this guy? He's, but he's trying, you know, he's trying this conversation. But like, it was just one of those things. I was just always around, and I wanted to be. I wanted to work with him, and when that opportunity came up, like, I remember Benton being like, oh, yeah, Fika, you know, is going to be filling in on some of the stuff, because I was doing all the singing, and we had a rapper, and that's what we were missing out, 
Mm-hmm. And and the thing that I kept thinking about was like I knew he was starting to do the singing stuff, so I was like, "Well, it'd be workload off of me because, like I said, we were doing the full production. We were right. putting together a stage show, right. putting the lights together, all that stuff, yeah. and it's taxing in the in the in the end." And um, you said you needed a moving buddy. You asked me to be in the band to help you carry the gear. That's what it was. I see it in retrospect now. Well, <laughs> initially, yeah. I get it now. Initially, yeah. <laughs> if I'm being honest, and, and the, but I was like, this is someone that I could move stuff with. Forever, <laughs> you know, you know, this is someone I can see moving stuff with for a long time. I can right. move mountains. You know, like, two, I can two brothers move mountains with this guy. Right. Two brothers in the van. You know what I'm saying? But it was like, uh, you know, initially I was thinking of who would work the hardest with us. And that's all that I, cause I, for me, I saw five being five billion. You know what right. I mean? And so I was like, who could help me do this and do this the best? I felt like now, you know, we're looking at the NBA or whatever and everything that's happening. You got players going to teams. They're like, who, who's my homie that I know I could possibly win a championship? Right. right. But I also right. am going to be cool with on the court because chemistry is so important Five, in yes. anything. Right. And so I, you know, it's a, a long ass season. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? And and and, 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 and yeah. so I was just like, okay, so we you know, it got in my head and I was like, Yep, that's it. I want him to be in the band and we had that conversation and it was just ever since then it's just now we're like I know no matter how much time goes on, no matter what, like we're always on the same wavelength. We we won't say there was a moment there where we were both just busy right. and months would go by and I'd shoot him a text mm-hmm. or he'd shoot me a text and we'd die laughing. Right. You know what I mean? And we wouldn't say anything for another month. Right. You know, or I'd happen to be in New York and I'd be like, yo, I'm on tour, you know, I'm driving such and such around. And we I got up. some time. We go get lunch or something somewhere. So yeah. it's just one of those things that I knew forever and always that we were going to be rocking. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, in the same way, like he was talking about with, uh, with Paul Brazil, you know, like they, they work together and I knew that the time will come and, and I know we will, there will be great things that we, Oh, God, still yes. have yet to us. and yeah. not just Agreed. musically yeah. just like like he he's he's been a person that's opened up my mind to you know uh, a lot that's going on just in the world in general and how we can make an impact yeah not just musically but as right. people mm-hmm. you know what i mean and like we did uh we did a song the madiba song Oh, yeah. That I was able to, I was just able to be in the video <laughs> yeah that's and right. and and like stuff like like I never I was never I mean I was aware but I wasn't you know what I mean sure right. and like he opened my eyes to like we have a mouthpiece we have a platform where we could say things that could change the world mm-hmm. and yeah. that's what I'm now now I'm in a space where like you know we, I just want to grow as an artist and I want I want to grow around the right people and that's a person. That's going to be first on my list. Like when the time comes, you know, whatever. Hey, man, I need, I, yo, let's do this. It's right. happening. I don't know what. <laughs> this is not this a is drill. Not a this drill. is what we've been preparing <laughs> for. This is what we've been preparing for. Right. And like the thing that excites me also in watching his work ethic, it makes me want to work harder. Yeah. Because I know he's busting his ass. Mm-hmm. I know it's like New York is no fucking oh, joke. God, no. You don't just go up there. And he's gone up there. And any time I go up there, we're it's like, oh man, sit with the mayor. You know what I mean? Like, because we go around and we and he shows me everything and 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 brings me into that world and and links me up with his people. And so whenever he comes here, I'm like, well, I mean, we Same already know what dude. it is. Right. You know, we've been running it around here forever, but like now, like I'm so into trying to be as plugged as possible. Anytime he comes in the city, I'm like, whatever you need, you better call me. Cause it's I literally got you. like that. Yeah. Whatever it is you need. <laughs> the other night, I literally got went, you. 
Where did you go? Did you drop off? The other night, my oh, friend yeah. was in town. I dropped her off. Dropped off my friend while I'm still sitting on the porch hanging out with people. He's like, yo, you need to ride home? Yeah. I'm like, I was going to Uber. He's like, you're not going to Uber while I'm around. Yeah. I'll come to get you. <laughs> like, I, like I, I just, I can't, like, that's just like, I love yeah. it. you know. And you know what? I, I hope you never lose a thing. Like, you're talking about we have a mouthpiece and we can change the world. You already knew that. And you do it with your social interactions all the time. And I hope you never lose that part of you. Agreed. Because it ends up serving the world. Like, mm-hmm. if you wouldn't have been such a if you wouldn't have been that little brother like photo bombing in the pictures and just hanging out and waiting to jump in the conversation we wouldn't have known like a stage to put you on to serve your talent to the rest of the world and like more positive energy for us and all the stuff that we got to learn from you and if you wouldn't have persuaded me to be in five i wouldn't have been able to play music and would have like I could have said goodbye to all of it and yeah. just not ever got to make it. I to remember this I could right hear now. it. That's like for me. I'll, I'll never forget when we were sitting there talking about it. I felt like I felt like you were kind of like, yeah. I mean, you know, I'm cool with it, but like I'm gonna figure something out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I was like, no, right. you're too good to you. Sh- this is what you should be doing the most, right? You know what I mean? Every and then you're insanely talented and so insanely capable of everything else. You know what I mean? So it's like, but I I just, whenever I think of it, like whenever you put out songs, I'm like, man, I see this being the biggest thing ever. And that's not just me saying that as a friend who believes in his friend. I'm just, just facts. Like, yeah. it sounds good. It, everything he does is like, that shit is dope as fuck. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you right. exaggerate. Definitely not everything. You know, well, everything that you <laughs> But got, I appreciate that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I rock to the stuff. You know what yeah. I mean? It's like. I don't. I don't just listen to music. I mean, I listen to music, yes, but it's like genuine support. But I, yeah, yes. like I'm mm-hmm. listening. You know, right. I'm the type. I'm, I'll never forget when um, Rat Attack came out. Oh, what yeah. I did was on my uh, on my um, iPad. I just put it on repeat and I turned it down and just set it I down set it and went on the day just to get just That's whatever, like whatever I shit. could do, like because oh, yeah. I know that stuff like that matters. At the end of the day, though, he's got good shit. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's what I want the world to know in any way that I can help do that and anything that yeah. we can obviously do to help you, know. you two gentlemen I mean you guys are the most talented fuckers in this town seriously thank you man. love having you on the show it's, now I've, uh, I've seen you do Madiba acoustic by yourself all the time like what, what did you I played djembe on it okay I did well not in the recording uh, because it was it was a song that he had already had uh-huh. and we had brought it forth to, to five yeah. And so we were then we were like we did some uh we did that NPR. We did. Yeah. So we that song had been written and recorded but it didn't really have a home yeah. with it. So I decided to release it under under the five names. So we shot the video all together. Um did we do any ancillary production on it? Did I didn't do anything, anything on it. it? No? no. Okay. I didn't do, um we had Josh King record vocal josh king did vocals on it yep shout out the to guys josh king super yeah. yamba did, super yamba uh, did the the percussion percussion jennifer has actually jennifer did vocals, vocals on it on yeah it. Oh, nice and you t- i bro, did i have a picture of us when we yeah i did some I, I did some like background like yeah stuff on it but it wasn't I, like i'm losing track of like creative experiences right now <laughs> <laughs> but, so yeah in the curse yeah yeah we uh we uh Released it under the five umbrella and then ended up being featured for uh, Nelson Mandela Day and like was on BBC, all over, yeah, all this stuff. Did that interview over Tobacco Studios? That was cool, man. It was like it was for. I think it was with Frank Station. Yeah, the State of Things with Frank Station. Yeah, I I remember being like, I remember my friends that were in college are like, "Yo, dude, you're on like 
what? Like, seriously, bro? That's yeah. Super sick. You know what I mean? I was like, yeah. I, I didn't know, like, how big his... His oh, his uh his, his expansion yeah. was so yeah yeah, yeah I mean like, it was even even then like when I when I saw you do that it it was more like I felt you do that because I was mm. like Amazing. I got dope friends that do dope shit mm-hmm. but yeah. that was something else you know what I mean like <laughs> right sure, sure. You're, you're you're saying something else that people really need to hear mm-hmm. sure sure so that's that stuck with me yeah I appreciate that definitely yeah Nelson Mandela has always been. A hero of mine just because, you know, you grow up without your pops around. You kind of find your surrogate examples. And, you know, he's a South African dude. He's Tulsa, which is my mom's tribe. So he's just a natural hero for me. That was, that was a real fun experience. Yeah. It's funny. I want, <laughs> y'all ever seen that skit on SNL with a delicious dish? Something like that with the two two ladies where they... Talk really quiet. Sweaty balls. Oh, yeah. Sweaty balls. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sweaty balls. I, can, I couldn't stop thinking about that when we made it to the NPR the <laughs> yeah. videos. I'm like, they're the they NPR ladies. They talk, yeah. yeah, they're totally <laughs> NPR ladies. So today we're going to have uh, five on and uh, have a taste of my sweaty balls. <laughs> <laughs> Your sweaty balls are quite delicious. <laughs> So, Fika, before we sign off, why don't you let the uh, the new fans out there know how to find you as far as your website, social media, yeah. SoundCloud, all that fun stuff. For sure. Um, all right. So, first and foremost, website, www.afika.life. Afika.life. Instagram, underscore, underscore, Afika, underscore, underscore. That one's a little bit more annoying, but whoever owns <laughs> whoever owns straight up Afika is somewhere in the Philippines and they haven't posted like anything. Bastards. And don't even respond to messages at all. But it's underscore underscore Afika underscore underscore. Same thing with Twitter. Two underscores on either side of Afika. And then YouTube.com slash Afika official. SoundCloud.com slash Afika official. Facebook.com slash Afika official. There we go. That's all there the we things, go. Man. Vika, Jay Timber, thank you guys so much for joining us today. So this been a couple of fun own. sessions. Greensboro's very own. Hell yeah. Greensboro's Be on the lookout for them. These guys are on the rise. Going to be doing big things. Hopefully Creed 3, Black Panther 2. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> Put it Who in knows? The, the sky yes. is the limit, baby. Yeah. Make sure you check us out. Uh, we'll make shout out to our sponsors, Zipster <laughs> and Yes Weekly. Check out our website, www.popculturepodcast.com. And we'll catch you on the next episode. Peace. Yes. Yeah. Victory. And anger management. Fuck anger management. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.